Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Not Fad podcast. This episode's topic is weight loss and lifestyle choices. And as promised, I brought in a guest to have this conversation with. Today, my guest is Mike Smeltzer. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Bianca. As always, I would like to mention that this is not medical advice, and all the guidelines we're providing come directly from the American College of Sports Medicine. Always talk to a physician before starting a physical activity program, especially if you've been physically inactive for a long time, have cardiovascular, pulmonary, orthopedic, or metabolic health problems, or if you're taking medication. Let's chat, shall we? Mike, will you tell us a little bit about your experience in the health and fitness field? Sure. Well, currently I work for, and have actually for the last 10 years, worked for a medical-based fitness facility um, in which I've had numerous uh, different job titles, um, ranging from a fitness specialist, which includes personal training clients one-on-one, as well as teaching group exercise classes and providing assessments and programs for our members. Um, I've done a lot of community outreach programs um, in terms of diabetes prevention programs, community weight loss programs. Um, And in my current role, um, I specialize now in uh, creating and developing wellness programs um, for our uh, members and within the community. With such an impressive background, I'm sure you've helped many people with a variety of fitness levels and health issues. We know weight loss takes a lot of hard work, dedication, and a strong support system. And unfortunately, many people try to start this journey without a lot of information on it. What do you think are some common misconceptions people have regarding weight loss? With my experience, um, weight loss is a multifaceted problem um, that has its unique uh, characteristics, meaning that everybody is going to approach weight loss um, a little bit differently because everybody's behaviors are going to be different. Um, but I would say the number one misconception I think surrounding weight loss is this idea that you have to follow a diet. Um, the problem with diets are is that they create a very strict set of rules and people end up trying to adjust their lifestyle to accommodate these rules. And unfortunately, um, most individuals struggling with weight um, also lack some sort of discipline. So um, those individuals that are going to benefit from a diet or a set of rules on how to eat and what to eat are going to be those individuals that are disciplined. Um, another common misconception that I see is uh, you have to exercise. And uh, sometimes people get overwhelmed by um, weight loss being, again, uh, this kind of two different approach to either exercise or creating a calorie deficit in your diet, um, that you have to do both. And sometimes people get hung up on um, trying to change too much too soon. So I think uh, for most people, uh, weight loss starts in the kitchen, starts by addressing a calorie deficit there by reducing um, just total caloric intake. Another misconception that I see is um, that you must include certain foods or avoid certain foods that somehow if we include a certain set of green vegetables or a certain set of lean proteins or um, healthy carbohydrates that that's automatically going to produce weight loss. Um, and it's, it's just not true. Again, when we're looking about or talking about weight loss, we're talking about total caloric intake. That is what is going to drive um, weight loss or weight gain. So. No set of rules, there's no specific foods. 
And then um, lastly, I would say is that sometimes people get confused about um, eating for health and eating for weight loss don't necessarily have to be the same thing. We can certainly produce weight loss without changing a lot of our food groups, but certainly um, can improve our health by changing those food groups. So um, you don't have to create these rules for yourself. A lot of people box themselves in. Um, what we need to focus more on is addressing the behaviors that drive our decisions or our, our lack of uh, decision making. Given all the misinformation out there and hurdles that people might have to jump over in their weight loss journey, what would you say is the best resource for an individual looking to lose weight? Um, I would say first and foremost, um, a great resource or anybody looking to make a behavior change, this would apply and extend beyond weight loss, um, is to have first and foremost, somebody that you can trust. And uh, when looking to lose weight, it's helped it's connect with somebody who has gone through that exact same experience, who has changed their behaviors in a way that has produced sustainable weight loss. Um, but I don't want to undermine the importance of your support system, um, those within your immediate household, those that maybe know um, your bad behaviors, those that can be a source of positive reinforcement to enforce good behaviors. Um, so I think it's a two-pronged approach. I think you need that um, kind of role model to guide you and give you good, accurate advice, whether that be somebody who's gone through the experience, um, a nutrition coach, a uh, dietitian physician. Um, but I think a lot of long-term success is going to be relying on those um, within your immediate circle, within your own household, who may be have to uh, adopt this journey with you or make some changes to help support your success long term. It's really unfortunate that, you know, the media and people who have, you know, who reach a wide variety of populations, they don't really talk about these things. A lot of people just tend to focus on just exercise or nutrition, rarely both and almost never just a support system or behavior change. And I think it's our role as fitness professionals to raise awareness. Would you agree? I, I, absolutely. You, you hit the um, nail on the head there. Uh, you know, we we see this a lot in the health and fitness industry. These these trends pop up and everybody rushes to jump on the trend because they sell the trend as the next greatest thing, right? It's the shiny object. It's what's going to get the greatest results in the shortest amount of time. And we sell that. We sell that on social media. People adopt these mentalities. We see it with intermittent fasting and keto and all of these mainstream diets. Not that any one of them don't produce results. They all certainly can. Um, but we see it with exercise equipment. We see it with um, even in product and with lines. You know, everybody, influencers, if you will, um, are out there and they have a product to sell. Um, and a lot of times, you know, they're in a much further position than most of their audience. They're in better shape. They have more optimal health. Um, but they don't always sell the journey on how they got there. They, they kind of oversell the products. Um, so I would agree, absolutely. It's our job to kind of balance that out and give accurate information and just bring awareness to um, what, what works and what may be just a fad. Weight loss involves a lot of dedication, perseverance, and consistency. You have a background in behavior change and coaching. What would you say is the best way to create a new positive habit? Uh, great question. This this is one um, really, I think, where the, the, the switch is happening, the change in the healthcare industry, the wellness industry in particular, um, is this idea of coaching, which is um, to rather than present somebody with a set of rules to which they must adopt, we are trying to uh, instill positive habits or break down bad behaviors and replace them with positive ones. And we'll, 
In order to do that, what we have to do is we have to break that down. So for example, if somebody comes to me with the goal of uh, to eat healthier, um, that's a very, very broad goal. And that's might mean something different to me than it does to them. So we have to break that down. Um, maybe that's one particular meal or addressing one particular food within a certain meal. So uh, breaking that down, that behavior down into the smallest possible skill, developing the skill and using that to produce the habit because often habits are driven by cues. So we have a rough day at work, we're stressed out. Uh, that stress might drive us to eat. Um, eating is the reward that makes us feel better. So, or eating is the routine, sorry. Um, so what well, the feeling we get after eating would be the reward. So we have to break that cycle. We need to interrupt that cue instead of thinking, ah, stressed out, I need to eat, ah, stressed out, maybe I try exercise. Um, but again, we have to do it in a way that, that allows us to be successful. So then let's think about a person who's new to health and fitness, who's just thinking about starting a workout regime, thinking about their diet, just, they just want to be healthy. What's a great piece of advice you would give to a person in the beginning of their journey? I think the, the best advice I could give somebody is, um, is to start small and think simple. Um, change is a growth process. It's, it's a journey and it's one that really does require us to grow and uh, develop skills. So start small and, and almost, I don't wanna say, uh, you know, we all should have lofty goals, but if we can break those goals down into smaller, more attainable achievements, that's gonna help us to build some, some positive reinforcement, help feel accomplished and we can grow from there. So start small, think simple and kind of avoid the distractions. Everybody has advice on the best way to go about it. What you're looking to develop is the best means for you. What lifestyle do you want to live? Right. What works for me might not work for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mike. That was very well said. Thank you again for joining me tonight. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. So you know what you're talking about. It's always nice chatting with you. Thank you, Bianca, um, for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. This concludes another episode of Fit Not Fad. Thank you for listening and make sure to share this episode with friends and family. I'll be back in two weeks. Until then, stay safe and stay healthy.